It's so lovely to see you all again, brothers and sisters. And I want to say right now that you're in a glory meeting and you will never be the same again. In every meeting, something takes place. Every meeting. Lives are changed. Souls are saved. Men and women are set free through the wonderful name of Jesus. We're in the days of revival when God is moving by His Spirit. Come on up, bless you. Amen. Well, here we are. We'll sing while Lancashire comes in. That's the best thing to do. <laughs> Amen. Come on in, pals. We'll, we'll sing Heavenly Sunshine while our little sister's coming from Lancaster. Shall we all stand? sisters. Lovely to see you from Blackpool again, God bless you. It's lovely to see some strangers in this meeting. We welcome you to this meeting, brothers and sisters, and we want to say we love you. God will abundantly bless you. Praise the Lord. I do thank God that there's a wonderful move on today and a mighty revival started. And the hallmark of this revival is love. We love one another. Doesn't matter what anyone says about you and me. Don't just let don't just let retaliate. Let us say we love them and love them. Let us talk good about folks. You talk good about folks, it'll make you feel good, and that's a wonderful thing. You see, there's a wonderful power in love, and you will feel nothing but love in this meeting this afternoon. Love heals. Love delivers. Love sets you free. And that's the world's crying out today is for love, brothers and sisters. Well, let it start in you and me. Never mind what others do. Let us be real. And it's contagious if we're real. Others will be real. 
Because every one of us have an influence, haven't we? Well, I'm going to live for God, aren't you? Amen, I am, bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because before long, we're all going up there, you know. Well, I'm getting ready for going to heaven, aren't you? But I've started to enjoy heaven down here. The kingdom of heaven starts down here, brothers and sisters. It starts within you and within me. Isn't it wonderful? Hallelujah. And we have this wonderful treasure in heaven vessels. And the wonderful thing about it, it's free for everybody. God has got no favorites. Thank God he can save folks in Blackpool. It's wonderful, isn't it? Isn't it wonderful, brothers? Amen. You fell down a 20-foot ladder, didn't you, brother? And no bones broken. That's wonderful. Come up here a minute, lad. Bless him. I heard about this chap, you know, he fell down a ladder, 20-foot ladder the other day, but he said he'll be at the glory meeting all right. Well, that's wonderful. But he... Bless you, lad. It's nice to see you. Amen. Amen. It's Amen. wonderful what God can do. It absolutely changed his life. Yes. He's going to tell you what he's done for him. Yes. Go on, brother. Well, praise God. You know, sitting down there, I looked at this name over here, this inscription, and it said, Shackleton Hall. Now, I've never been in Cole. First time I've set eyes on the place, first time I've set foot in the place, when I looked at that, it made me think, I don't know whether there's any connection, with Ernest Shackleton, the explorer. <laughs> And he made some great discoveries. Well, I want to tell you this afternoon that within the past 12 months, starting a year, a fortnight ago, I made a discovery. I made an exploration. <laughs> Mark, you know, I didn't go as far as the north of the South Pole, but I, I, I did go to Leeds, where I'd heard our brother Henry. And I tell you, one of his, uh, uh, his pet saying is, you'll never be the same again. And it's perfectly true. I used to think, he keeps on saying that, you'll never be the same again. Well, why does he keep saying that? But when it came true in my experience, when the something came into my life and, and liberated me from dead religion and from dead formality, and in its place I found a joy and a liberty, I'm the most conservative type of fellow, you know. I am that. You ask my wife, I was once very straight-laced, I'd have made a good Anglican bishop. <laughs> but I was never ordained. <laughs> but I've been born again by the Spirit and by the blood. But I want to tell you, it's been real this past 12 months. has been... Uh, one brother come up to me and he spoke to me about this movement. He said, you know, he said, are you quite sure about it? He said, uh, I, I used to be a bit of a boy for the doctrines, you know. And he said, what about, uh, what about the old justification by faith he used to hammer home so often? I said, well, I still believe it, praise God. But, you know, John Bunyan wrote a book, and it's called Pilgrim's Progress. Hallelujah! <laughs> well, you see, the, the, the writer to the Hebrews, he spoke of the things which accomplish salvation. And I tell you, it's transformed me, this has. Whereas before, in some meetings, you had to endure them, you can come in these meetings, and you can enjoy them. Oh, it sets you loose in all sorts of different places. It does, really. <laughs> I never used to dance in the spirit, but I can now. I don't imitate, you know. I don't like, I don't like imitation. And I don't like anything that's worked up. But since meeting Henry and his beloved team, I can say this. I've had a gracious infilling from things that come down. Hallelujah, from above. And it's been grand, it's been a tonic, it's been a revelation, and it's been a transformation. 
I heard on one of the tapes, I don't who was it was speaking. Uh, a dear brother was giving his testimony, and he said the one thing that struck him in these meetings wasn't the singing. Well, that struck me as well. <laughs> it wasn't the dancing, but that struck me as well. And it, it wasn't the laughing, but that struck me as well. I suppose he meant in comparison with what he was going to say next. He said it's the transformation of life that occurred in these meetings. And I want to tell you, this is something new. This is something that is thoroughly scriptural. You can, you can read all about it. You can really in the Psalms, when you read there in the 149th and 159th Psalm, David said, praise the Lord in the dance. And you know, am I taking too long, brother? Uh, pull me tails if I am. <laughs> I was talking to a brother only three days ago and he said to me, you know, when I was speaking about this dancing in the spirit, he said, where do you get that from? I said, well, he said, it's in the Psalms. And I said, it's in another place where it said, David danced before the Lord with all his might. He says, only once. So I said, just a moment, hold on a moment. I said, even supposing, and it isn't, even supposing it was only once. I said, I'll give you a, a text. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You know, that only occurs once. That text only occurs once. But we build the whole superstructure of the Christian faith upon that one text. The simple reason is this. The wind bloweth where it listeth. You hear the sound thereof, but canst not tell from whence it cometh or whither it goeth. Oh, is everyone born of the Spirit. And with some things, you know, God only needs to say once. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God. Yes, when it's only to move my feet. It's only to move my feet. I've only said it once. And praise the Lord. It's words that I can't keep them still. But bless the Lord in the salvation of God. I do believe he can take the most humblest. If you haven't been to the College of Elocution, well, they can fit words into your mouth that can be gracious and can be pleasing and full of blessings, unlike the river of water of life. He can make the most humble soul. He can exalt him if he sees fit. It's surprising what my God can do. And I was blessed all the other week. Why, I haven't read it before. I do not know. Dear old Billy Bray. Well, when I read that book, you know, <laughs> my dear friend here, Bill, and his wife, he brought it to me while I was lying on back in hospital after that fall. But dear me, I really, I really could have hit the ceiling when I read it. I, I was going to jump on every occasion to praise the Lord. Oh, the glory isn't you in that sense. This Methodist man had it. My gummy did have it. But I do want to tell you straight from my heart that this has meant to me a, a real experience. I can almost say, even in the Christian sense, the former things have passed away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the dry old sermons have passed away. We'll have him so and so as it was in the beginning and shall be now and ever. It's passed away. Praise the Lord, there's something new and a bit progressive. We're not going backwards. Oh no, we're getting in top gear and we're going on and we're going on and we're going on. Bless God. And the more I think of this gospel, the more I realize it can meet every person's need. Amen. Are you an intellectual man here? The gospel can meet your intellect. There are depths in the gospel which will challenge your intellect to its greatest limit. There are heights upon which you cannot reach. Uh, there are depths to which you can give full exercise to the intellectual powers that God has given you, and under the illumination of the Spirit, He can extract from your mind some of the great treasures that can be found in the epistles of Paul. 
And are you a person that likes to sing? Have you got vocal cords that are as not as yet being exercised for the glory of God? Well, I tell you, if you get this, you'll sing all right. I'm only an old crow, but I even I try to sing. You sing. And variety is the spice of life. And that's what I like about these meetings. Everyone's different. There's always something different. I don't know how many tapes Bob's got in his library there, but if he had a thousand or more, I tell you, there wouldn't be two the same. There wouldn't. And when you go in and see that lovely garden of yours, if you've got one, and you go from one flower pot to the other one, you see the variety. You see that God has a wonderful variety about his handiwork. Praise And it's marvellous, you know, when you think of our Creator. I don't know how many people there are in the world, but it runs into millions and millions and millions and millions, isn't it? We've all got a head. Uh, we've all got hands. We've all got legs. We've all got torsos, we've all got eyes, and yet we're all different. Did you ever see such a great variety in uniformity? Well, only my God could do that. He's a God of variety. Thank God for the variety. Thank God for the little bits of unexpectedness that comes up in these meetings. Thank God for the bit that's poured in here and the bit that's poured down there. It makes it refreshing, it makes it glow, it makes it alive. Uh, you hear the people coming back from the Saturday show, you say, well, it wasn't, wasn't such a good show, and then you hear them some other night, well, it was a sparkling show, what a variety there was, wasn't so and so back nice, and the fellow on the trapeze and so on and so forth, well, the world knew what's life, of course he wants life. Yeah, like the man that was inviting me to the church, so I said, well, he's coming to the meeting, he says, no, thanks, I've enough trouble to me all. <laughs> <laughs> well, like he said, I came to give you life, and abundant life. And before I sit down, I can't, he will be cracking the whip on me in a minute. <laughs> but before I sit down, you know, God didn't enable me to, since I went to uh, uh, Leeds, it did enable me to write one or two choruses, and that's it's a novel to me, it really is. And they really sing them, you know, they sing about Lancaster now and again. And, uh, well, whether you like it or not, you only get one song tonight. But here you two, sit him out there. Come on, let's be having it. Come on, Bill, up here. Come on. He said I could do as I liked. <laughs> he did, I asked him what could do it. I asked him so if I could do a certain thing and he said, you can do as you like here at home. So here we are. I only hope you haven't forgotten the word. Glory to Jesus. Yeah. Now, this, is a, this is a chorus, it really blessed my soul and it's connected with the glory movement, you know, because I never did these things that are spoken about in this chorus. Until uh, until I got into the glory way, he set me singing, he set me laughing, he set me dancing. He did all sorts of things for me. Well, they're going to sing it to you, and I'll play. Thank you. 
We've done it a few nights, and then I said, hurry up and don't be so long tonight. I'm tired. <laughs> but, you know, since we came into this blessing, it's been a pleasure. And it's true, where two or three are gathered, the Lord is there. And since going to Newark, I wrote an epistle to my sister up in Durham. And uh, she came down 120 miles in the car last week to see what had happened. And it happened there were about nine of us in our house having a glory meeting. And, you know, the neighbours are still speaking to us after all the noise. But uh, she came down to see what had happened. Now, this is a proof. If your own family, I don't mean the, the way you uh, approach your folk in the church on a Sunday or a meeting night, but if your own family can see something, well, it's real. There's nothing like a family for rooting out what's underneath the surface. True, isn't it? And uh, last Sunday, my other sister, who, who lived near us, and her husband and three children came with us to Lancaster, and we had a wonderful anointing in the spirit. My sister uh, and her husband, you know, were going on with God. They were all right, but, you know, the meeting hadn't been gone ten minutes. They were on the knees at the front in tears, weeping before the Lord. And I'm sure God's going to do something in our hearts. It's, it's only the beginning. Uh, we hope we're going to have Brother Henry in, in Blackpool, and we hope you'll all come. Yeah, eh? That'll be lovely, won't it? Amen. The Lord bless you. Praise the Lord. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Ah, what manner of love. You know, it's a, it's, it is love, is this way. Blessed, what his lovely name. Jesus has, has done it all. Uh, uh, Brother Friday says, you know, he said, we, we don't have to force nothing. We just sit back and just let the river take us. And it just takes us. We have nothing to do with it. Just, we just like me, hoist our sail of faith, and that's it. The wind just takes us, and where we go down this wonderful river, into the greater, de deeper experiences. And these glory meetings, to me, uh, have, have been a, a milestone in my experience. I went to, my first one was to Barrow, and that was where my, maybe one corner had been cut off. Then I went to another glory meeting in Lancaster, and then a few more was cut off. You see, and, and these, these glory meetings, to me, they are milestones in my Christian experiences. And, you know, between, those, between these milestones, you know, they're not milestones that are the measured mile we know of. They're from glory to glory, yeah. you see. I firmly believe it. this is a movement. Yeah. This is a movement. Because, you know, it's the only movement that I've been in where I've moved. <laughs> bless the Lord. That's true. Oh, blessed, wonderful name. I've really moved. And the only time I started to move is when I gave my heart to Jesus, gave my life to him. So I've given it to him many times. But, you know, one night, my wife and her family were out, and I went upstairs, and I said, Lord, I don't want my life. I don't want it. Only thing I want, I want, I want more of you. And I've consecrated my life time and time again. I've stood up in, in big meetings and I've given my, I've consecrated my life to God. And I've sang that chorus, take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. And, you know, meaning it really, you know. But on the Monday morning when I went back to work, something would happen and then I'd be sat on me back again. You know, that was that, was consec that, was, that was that type of consecration. But now I went upstairs a few weeks before going to Newark and I said, Lord, take my life. And, you know... I felt it go. I felt it go. I felt the joy and the peace come into my soul. I wept before God, knowing that he's taken my life, knowing that he's given, he's given me his eternal life in place. I'd done business with my God, and I hadn't got the sticky end of the stick. He'd given me the best part of the business that was from my God. He'd given me this life and this joy and peace. And you know, what, what, what did I give him? Just my 
since that's a garment. And he, he gave me a robe a few a while. Oh, bless the Lord. You know, I don't, I don't consecrate my life to God no more. I know he's taken it. Literally taken it. And I don't have to say, Father, take it. I know you've taken it, Father. And I know one thing. I just say, well, you've taken my life. Use it. And I know that I just one thing I want to do is to be used by God. Amen.
Praise God, you get healed. The out there young lady, at least she came up with a little child. She says, here's a little girl. She says, anyway, what's we got? It was blind and now it can see. You can be healed in this meeting. Jesus, the great physician, is here. And it's him and he wants to minister and to bless you, to fill you and to thrill you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let us all give Jesus a wave. Come on. Wave offering. Bless the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Amen. Bless the Lord. You know, it's wonderful. We've never been able to have long sermons since, since we came in the doorway. I can preach a sermon, but, but I can't do Proof to you that this works by different men and women who've been delivered and set free. Years ago, different ones used to come over and quite casually. Amazing. I'm amazed at it. And we used to say, they'll never be the same again. And they weren't. <laughs> Something's happened. That was only one of two or three of them. Never the same again. No, because God is moving by his spirit. And you get in the presence of God, you will never be the same again. And he's here this afternoon. He's here to meet every need. It doesn't matter what your need is, it can be met. Hallelujah. Oh, I do thank God that I'm on my way to heaven, don't you? And isn't it a grand, honestly, isn't it lovely to see what sort of folk we're going to live with in heaven? Some grand lads there and some more lovely lasses along that seat there. Isn't it lovely? Seeing you in heaven, sister, God bless you. It's wonderful. Well, that's it. Well, let us enjoy ourselves, shall we, in the presence of the King of Kings. Let us relax all through everything at one side. Get filled with the love of God. <laughs> You've only got to go outside and meet some of your pals and say hallelujah and something will happen to them. As we get... <laughs> it, it, it's so wonderful, you know. It's, it's so marvellous. <laughs> God does it. It's his spirit that does it. You see, when the love of God shed abroad in my heart and your heart, but it changes you. You don't try to keep yourself good any longer, and I did try hard. And my mother's in, she tried to keep me good too, but she couldn't. It's only as we surrender to him, let him have control of our lives, having a real born-again experience, washed in the precious blood of the Lamb, to give ourselves over to him, and it fills us with this wonderful love, this wonderful joy. Call it what you like, but it's lovely. You can't explain it. We taste and see that God's good. God is good and he's going to do you good this afternoon. He's going to do you good. You've come here so you've been doing something to do, do, to do you good. When are you going to feel good? I'll tell you when you go down these stairs after you'll feel different what you did when you came in. It's because God's in this meeting. Isn't it lovely? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, that will be glory for me.
This is the end of side one. Please turn the cassette over for side two.